check my text with Elio, please. I can't read right now. Okay. My eyes are too hurty. You can't read right now. Your eyes are too hurty. We can't get near yeah. you and you're wrapping yourself up in construction curtains. Can you read my text with Elio? And not out loud, just um, confirm for me if there's something there that you understand. Hey, Nami. We never got to your failure. What do you mean, Sam? <laughs> what do you Remember mean? how you and Kelly both failed? Yeah. On your role to investigate the fog petals? We got to Kelly's failure, and that was Simon Pip showing up. As you raise this little can of bronzer, you realize that worm is gone. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Um, Kelly is gone. Okay. I mean, but you haven't been with us. Uh-huh. Yeah, where, where'd you go, Nami? I went to, um, the... When you the were there, did you check... Did you check what You went to... Excuse me? I had to talk. I had to talk to, um, you, you know, my to- ex. Oh, okay, nice. I've been told, Simon, that I am a demon. How does that make you feel about me? It makes me suspicious of you. I understand. I mean, being, being told you're a demon hunter, I'm a little wary myself, but I want to learn more about myself. I have access to some information and some guidance on that, but to be honest, I I feel like they've told me as much as they want to, at least for now. Have you heard anything or found anything in your your studies, your research about, like, demons just kind of being a guy, just kind of being a dude? Well, which ring are you from? And then a voice that sounds like Elio says, if you come for me, I will kill you. I will get inside of the people that you love and I will kill them. Is that understood? Oh, yeah, loud and clear. I think I get it, Elio, so thank you. Rabbit, the phone rings for a moment and cold answers. Cold, hi, listen. Nami's really fucked up. There's a little parasite thing the thing, the guy, the demon behind Kelly, I took it out of Kelly, but it's still in Nami. The one in me is dead on the ground over there. Pull panda camera over to just a bin on the ground. I'm okay right now, but I think we really need your help. Uh, we, we gotta solve this fast. I think that it is past time that we, the four of us, had a meeting. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast from Q Times. I'm your keeper, Sam, and I use he, him pronouns. Today, we are returning to our game of Monster of the Week by Michael Sands and Evil Hat Productions. This season is focused on the community of Norfolk, a town that is slowly losing its identity to the encroaching city and the sudden revelation to the world that monsters live among us. We have a couple of tenets that we're going to be trying to examine this season, in addition to the regular recommendations from Monster of the Week itself. The first of which is show the community, show where it is coming together and where it is fraying. The other is 
Show the world of the myriads. Show how the world is different since they revealed themselves in ways both complex and mundane. I'm going to go ahead and let my players introduce themselves. Players? Hi, I'm William, they, them, and I'm playing Kelly Aberdeen, he, him, the crooked playbook. And my beliefs are that Nami is so detached from the world that she cannot possibly operate within it, so I need to teach her how to hack the system. Um, My belief for Rabbit is Rabbit is too self-conscious to reach his full potential, so I must eliminate what's holding him back. Uh, For Norfolk, that's that this town could never save itself, so I must. And for the city, it is that the city has a hunger that will not be satiated with just Norfolk. Hi, my name is Jonas, generally using they-them pronouns, and I am playing Rabbit Moon, the shape-changer, generally he-they, at all. Rabbit believes that Kelly is ready to make strides in his investigation, and I need to stay by his side to make sure he gets there. Nami is more like me than anyone else in town. Norfolk is my family too, and I need to protect it the same way I protect the coven. And the city has more to offer than many believe, and we should give it some time. Hi, I'm Sam. I use she, they pronouns, and I'm playing Nami the Divine. She, her. Please for Nami. Jillian is not good to Kelly, and I need to split them up. Rabbit is the person I need to help stop whatever's happening in Norfolk, and I need to prioritize their protection above everything else. For Norfolk, the town has a seed of power inside of it that Nami needs to help cultivate. And for the city, something dark is brewing in the city, and Nami needs to be there to help fix it this time around. Love it. Yeah, that that this time around really hitting this arc, I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Rabbit, Kelly, and Nami. The three of you are on Rabbit's motorcycle thumper as you are making your way away from the set and forget general area, the industrial zone of Norfolk, and into the city where Cold has sent you the location of her house or apartment or whatever it is. None of you have ever been there, Rabbit yourself included. As you are making your way down the highway, the wind is is kind of whipping through, uh, uh, well, actually, no, you all have helmets now. So the wind is not That's whipping right. through anybody's hair. Congratulations. <laughs> Kelly is looking yeah. sleek in that like black dirt bike helmet and Nami is in her white one with the little pink flowers on it. I don't know that we've described what the what the initial motorcycle helmet looked like here. Yeah. Do you have thoughts on that, Jonas? It's definitely like a whole ass like spaceman dome helmet, like okay, cool. like motorcycle ass helmet, you know, that would yeah, cover yeah. the entire like neck up. And I, I think it's a very, very dark blue, like almost black. Cool. Like it's it blue when the light hits it kind of, and just, just sleek and simple. Yeah. I am tempted to put little like fake rabbit ears sticking on it, but I, I don't think that sometimes he's incognito, so I don't think yeah. that's necessarily smart. But yeah, fair enough. Uh, and Moat right now has a has a pompadour that's kind of is is flowing in the wind. I think we see that dark blue as you ride underneath one of the street lights, making your way up onto the highway and towards the city. You're riding for just a moment when you begin to see the flashing of red and blue lights behind you. What do you do? God damn it. Um, <laughs> I think Rabbit does look to Kelly and Nami kind of for this because Nami's been working with the cops and, and Kelly like knows when and how to avoid cops in Rabbit's mind and just says, I didn't update my my uh, license plate. No, you um, fucking didn't. <laughs> uh, so that's the good news is they're probably here for that. The bad news is there's a lot of other stuff that they could be here for. Should I pull over? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, if Kelly says yes, Rabbit's gonna 
Rabbit's gonna pull over. The cop cruiser pulls in beside you on the side of the highway. Other cars are kind of streaking past as you wait quietly for the officer to approach. Looking behind you, if you look in your little rear view side mirrors, you can tell that there is someone like a a, a figure like sitting in the dark of the cruiser, Mm -hmm. maybe illuminated a little bit by a little screen to their right. But it is taking them a while to get up and get out of the car. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nami. Yeah? Can you just change the license plate so that it's not expired? I, I, um, I could try. I'm gonna try. Maybe I can. Are you gonna try? I'll try. Okay, let's see it. This, this is use magic. Don't, don't feel too bad, Nami, if it doesn't work. I've kind of tried this too. It's, 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 um, a tricky, it's a tricky little devil. That would be an eight. An eight. Okay. So what is your glitch, Nami? It's a short duration. You, you, you take a fucking harm for this. <laughs> <laughs> so Nami, you are unstable. Correct. Which means actions that you take after this point are going to potentially cause you harm. Mm. I'm not going to take that here yet, but I want you to be aware of that. How is Nami feeling in this moment? Like, obviously her jaw is is either broken or very, very freshly healed. Right. She is not feeling great. Mm-hmm. For sure not focused as much as she would be because she is in pain. But she's Nami, so she's hiding it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So is it affecting her like speech? Like when she is talking to Rabbit and Kelly, can we hear her jaw a little bit broken? Yeah. Or is it like. I think you can kind of hear like um, a hesitation when she's talking a little bit. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So short duration, you said then? As yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. There's another beat, Nami, a, a like pink mist kind of like slowly moves over the license plate. And then the cop gets out of the car and begins to walk up towards the motorcycle. This is someone you recognize, Nami. This is the same police officer who arrested you outside of Ace Aruna's house, Walter Polona. And Officer Polona makes his way up, comes up to your side, Rabbit, and says, uh, can you flip your visor up, please? Sure, sure, sure thing, uh, uh, officer. And Rabbit will flip it up. License and registration? Yeah, I, I guess Rabbit pulls them out of a uh, little... I don't know how a motor... Where do you keep on a motorcycle? His inside jacket know. pocket, I guess. I yeah. think there's a little compartment. A little compartment, I would imagine, yeah. On the front, but also, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I'm, I, Rabbit pulls out his license and I registration. This, is this like <laughs> a tense, cool moment? It's like, yeah, yeah, I pull out my... I, I open the... I push the... I pushed the glove box button on the motorcycle. (laughs) You hand these over and Walter takes them from you and kind of does that thing where he glances down at them and then his eyes flick back up to you to kind of confirm your identity and make sure that you are who you say you are. I'm me. And then he turns and looks and sees you, Nami. And his whole demeanor just changes. And he says, Nami, how are you? I am all... Right. How are you, officer? I'm doing all right. It, 
You know these two? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, listen. I was going to stop you for your... There, there's some flag about your uh, your license plate being kind of uh, messed up. I was, I was stopping you for that, so... But to be honest, and he kind of walks around the, the motorcycle and looks at it again. Says, when I ran it, it didn't seem like it was out of date. The, the, the picture doesn't match. Yeah, that's if I could. I mean, that's weird because I, I got pulled over not long ago for that. And I was pretty sure I had gotten it replaced recently. But there was like there was some confusion there. So I said, I'll I'll bring it in. I haven't yet, but it seems like it is huh. fine. I'll, I'll, I, can, I can talk to the DMV and see. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I to be honest, obviously, I did go on my last day off, but I was there for like four hours and they weren't able to see me. So I'm going to go again soon, but it's hard. It can be hard to get in there, so I'll, hey, I'll, I, I'll, I'll get this figured out. Yeah. I get it. Don't don't worry. Yeah, sorry to waste your time. He hands the license and registration back to you and says, Nami, it's been good to see you around the precinct. I know, uh, listen, I know, I know Officer Summer can be kind of a, well, kind of an asshole. Mm. So sorry you got stuck with him. But uh, now you know how the rest of us feel. So That's so true. You, you've been doing good work out there. Thank you. And uh, you know, it's nice to it's nice to have someone that can do magic out there on the force. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, you know, you seem to be in good company. I'm gonna let you guys go. So, uh, <laughs> good luck. Thank you, officer. Have a good night. Keep up the good work. Thank you for your service. Visor down. Officer Polona turns around, and begins walking back towards the cruiser. You know, it is interesting, though. Sorry. You know, just that nobody with magic powers wants to help the police usually, and the only one that you do have helping you is forced to. That's kind of interesting. Um, she volunteered as part of her parole. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no. Whole lot of choice there. If anything, we're doing her a favor. Yeah, so she's not picking sorry, up yeah, trash we, we on the side little, of the freeway. Yeah, well, so, it's off, off. Have a good night, officer. Turn on the motorcycle and drive away. <laughs> Kelly can shout one last, uh, <laughs> one last dig at the cop if they want. <laughs> Rabbit's gonna gonna speed off on this one. <laughs> you speed off, and I think you see Officer Polona like watch you go. Mm-hmm. That one okay? <laughs> Wait, I want to. I want to take an out of character moment. So, see, that was a depiction of a police officer who changed their tone and started treating people better when they saw somebody that worked with yeah. them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, yep. so you see, so you see everyone. I I want to make it clear that we're like, uh, you know, this this cop's a real uh, a real dick, a real a real loser over here. Yeah. You know, probably wouldn't have gone so well if Nami hadn't been there. <laughs> ready to lay down the law yeah. and and then. It but, is also yeah. bad if the cops are giving preferential treatment to the people that they mm-hmm. like. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. It's also bad for cops to pull me over. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. bad for cops to pull Jonas over. Don't ever especially pull Jonas if it's just because like my license is is expired and like. Yeah. And also, it's weird because I Jonas don't have a driver's license. So what the fuck is he even talking yeah, about? But yeah, yeah. So why would you pull Jonas over for having their license be expired when they don't even have a license? <laughs> Did you nice say try, what, officer. What the fuck is even talking about? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. What the is, fuck is even talking about? I, I think I said, "Is he even talking about?" Oh, the cop. I said okay. It fast. I, I, yeah, you said it so fast that it sounded like you're like, "So what the fuck is even talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> this, this was so funny because this was literally a perfect a perfect parallel to the scene in the first season 
where y'all, right before Geringer, where y'all get pulled over and Nami tries to fix the taillight and melts it instead. Oh it my was God, that's like, right. Well, so Nami, funny. Not Nami, but like, yeah, Maggie. Uh, Ma- yeah. Maggie, yes, yeah. I'm sorry. I I want nothing more than to see Nami and Maggie interact. That, so much. I don't care about the rest of our old fucking <laughs> characters, but like, I just need Maggie to show up at some point to have one conversation with Oh Nami. yeah, that would go great. The three of you follow Cold's directions to a part of the city that is mostly residential. As you turn down a couple of streets, you begin to see these relatively tall kind of brownstone apartments. Rabbit, I'm really curious here. What was your conception of where Cold lived? Like, what, what did it look like in Rabbit's mind? In Rabbit's mind, um, specifically. I think in Rabbit's mind... I think rabbit pictures like it probably looks somewhat similar in his head to his own house, which is like very, very large and like kind of maybe early 1900s American architecture. Sure. Like clearly, clearly like an old house that has been there for a while. But I think he also, he like, he has, he has this image of like a, um, a large house in a small town stylistically, but like marrying that with sort of like, witch's cabin in the woods a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. hansel and gretel house that they come across like that sort of place so i think totally he, he would imagine that there's a lot of like plant life outside it's probably smaller i think it looks like the kind of place that is like a decent amount of room for one person to live in yeah but not big enough that another person could really comfortably live there you pull up outside this vaguely unremarkable brownstone you see it's three stories sort of tall and thin mm-hmm. with a short little staircase leading up to the front door Light from the windows is illuminating the front porch where the street lights don't quite reach. Because of who you are, Rabbit, you notice immediately that the building is facing east okay. with a perfect view of the rising moon between the brownstones on the other side of the street. <laughs> if any of you have seen Elementary, uh, the Sherlock Holmes show that was on like ABC or something, I am picturing the apartment that they live in, that that um, Sherlock and uh, Watson live in, in that show. And you pull up outside, what is Rabbit's first thought when he sees this place? Uh, Rabbit kind of like, he, he gets up and lifts his visor and like squints and looks around and looks down. He, uh, he had been given the address, was it like sent mm-hmm. to him? Yep, she texted it to you. Yeah, looks down at the address and looks like him and was like, yeah, this is the place. Weird. Well, yeah. Tricks up her sleeve. Uh, I guess let's head on in. How are y'all two feeling? Feeling okay? Ready? Sure. Telly just gives a thumbs up. Yeah, just um, I I would say as much as you can. And he's like mostly looking at Kelly as he says. He's speaking about them. Just kind of let 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 me handle the talking with her at least at the start. Okay. Second hand comes up for a second thumbs. All right, Moat, light the way. And Moat, like, manifests a little lantern and, like, walks forward with his head bowed. The three of you walk up to the front door here. Do you knock, Rabbit, or do you just walk inside? Um, I think Rabbit... So is this... There's only, like, one address on here? It doesn't seem like there's, like, multiple units or anything? No. This is one place. Yeah. It is attached to kind of the buildings on either side. It is kind of a, a condo situation, but there's not multiple units. This is one place. I think Rabbit would text her as we're walking up and say, I'm here because he's not sure if he should knock. And then he'll wait a full minute for her to come down and let them in. If she doesn't, then he'll knock. 
Yeah, you text her, and after just just a few moments, the door opens, and Cold is standing there. She is not in her usual long coat. Every time that we have seen her before now, she wears this like long, elegant coat. Even when, for instance, uh, as in the in the first arc, it was extremely, extremely hot outside. This time, she is wearing. Uh, uh, I think she is. <laughs> It's not a tank top, because I don't think she owns a tank top, but it is like Cold's version of wearing a tank top. It is like maybe like a short sleeve button up or something. Yeah, I'm picturing like a almost like a wool, like a a black wool dress that is like kind of still kind of fancy, but is like sleeveless still, you know, so it's just like it's like between a nightgown and a and a sweater almost. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I have a thing like that. And she she opens the door and says, Rabbit, Kelly, Nami, come in. Um, <clears throat> and Rabbit like gestures to Moat floating in his hand. Yes, Rabbit, uh, Moat was included when I said you. Come inside, please. Of course. Good, good to see you, Cold. Um, and Rabbit will go in. The three of you walk inside and Cold closes the door behind you. And the camera lingers for just a moment on the outside of the door as it pans over slightly to the end of the road. And we see Walter Polona's cruiser creeping just around the corner. Inside the central hallway here, there is a staircase leading up slightly to the to the left in this little entryway hallway. Cold says, shoes off, please. I think there's a little bench with some kind of shoe storage space stacked underneath and like an umbrella and like some coats and things like hanging on hooks. To the right, there is a little reading room area. Uh, You don't see any sign of like a TV or anything. There's no couches, but there are a couple of like armchairs and things like that set in front of a what you would guess is probably a functional but gaslit fireplace on the mantelpiece. There are a few bits and bobs. You see some kind of award, some kind of like astronaut award or like thank you plaque kind of thing alongside like a little vase of flowers and like a little mirrored thing set into like a piece of driftwood. And then on the walls to either side, there are large bookcases just filled with all kinds of of books. If you give them any, any look at all, they are a mix of like Fiction and nonfiction, you recognize the past couple of years, uh, New York Times bestseller lists, just like (laughs) wholly available on these shelves, as well as a a variety of like scientific manuals. You see definitely see some stuff about rocket propulsion and human psychology with relation to airline accidents. There is no sign particularly of anything related to the occult or Mm -hmm. to the moon or to other than maybe like Neil Armstrong's book or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's no sign of, you know, what we know about cold, which is that right. she is secretly <laughs> leading this coven of lunar witches. This seems more like Rose's bookshelf than cold moons. It yeah. seems like. Yeah. yeah. And she turns to all of you as you finish taking off your shoes and says, can I get you anything to drink? Uh, Nami is struggling to get off her, uh, grieve essentially that she wears, so she's just like hopping. <laughs> once. Okay. Oh, um, water would be great. Water, excellent. 
Yeah, I think a, a water water would be nice. Maybe water's all around, Kelly. Meet me in the kitchen when you're finished. Kelly's taking a really... I mean, it's like it's re- fully laced up combat boots, so it's like taking a <laughs> while, too. It's just like... Hey, um, oh, mm-hmm. uh, where's the where, where's your real place? Um, Kelly, this, I'm sure I'm sure this is this is. Um, oh, I'm sure this is where you like relax or something. I don't know, but where's where's the where's the goods? I can help you with the water. Cold. I don't think we've had the chance to become properly acquainted. We shook hands once briefly, but um, I prefer to do business with full information sure and she sticks out a hand and says hello my name is rosa kalyani i'm also known as cold moon the leader of the lunar coven in norfolk and you are without standing up and being really like proper and think about it like still sitting down like scooting over on the bench like maybe like running into rabbit a little bit yeah rabbit's like Mm -hmm. between this handshake hand up while still trying to unlace a boot and just um kelly Aberdeen, uh, also known as the Cryptid. Wonderful. I'm happy we can all be truthful here. Oh, and also, if you if you are recording this for some reason, like, don't worry. Somebody already got me on a voice memo saying that I was the Cryptid. So, like, if you also want to blackmail me, I'll just like pit you against that person, and you both can fight <laughs> I'm about. Sure, we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> I'm not recording you. I have no reason to record you. If I wanted you <laughs> ruined, I could do that without needing to record you. So everybody says that. <laughs> That's like the go-to. I'm really sorry. This boot is taking forever to take off. If you want to go to the kitchen, we can meet you in there. That's fine. I have um, something Rabbit and I need to discuss for just a moment. Uh, the two of you, water's in the kitchen. Obviously, I would ask that you respect my space. Rabbit, follow me. Absolutely. And she walks down the main hallway to a door at the back of the staircase. She undoes some sort of magical seal and opens the door to another set of stairs, this one leading down. Yeah, Rabbit uh, goes to follow her. And as he gets like further down the hallway, as he's about to go down to that staircase, he just kind of turns over his shoulder and shoots his friends a look that they will probably recognize just, just means like, please be good. Kelly, please be good. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Moat is there helping them with their shoes and gives another thumbs up. Cold flicks on a light, and and this is this is where things get a little different. I feel Ooh. Kelly, you were asking where Cold's, you know, real real place is. As she flicks on the light to the basement, sort of these flickering fluorescents kind of come to life, buzzing down the staircase, and she walks down, sort of guiding you ahead of her, Rabbit, into the basement. The basement has no windows. If there were any at one time, they have been bricked up. It is entirely lit by these kind of like vaguely blue fluorescents. There is a large workbench that she has set up in one corner. It is immaculately laid out. All of the tools are hanging on particular hooks. There's not a nail out of place down here. The surface is very, very clean. You see a little clip off to one side that you recognize as something to clip onto your clothes to avoid getting static electricity. It's like when you're working with computer parts. You see little vials and beakers and plastic jugs full of various liquids kind of set up on a a little metal shelf off to one side. 
here is where you see a few books relating to the occult and to lunar magic of varying kinds. Mm -hmm. They're placed in such a way that it could be argued that they were collector's objects being kept here out of the sun. I think they're actually in a little shelf with a glass Mm -hmm. front with a little key lock on it. And Cold says, I am sure that you recognize me being this open with your friends is atypical. I, I, I do, and and I appreciate it. I I like the the place here too. By the way, I gotta say, if we, if we weren't family, this feels like exactly the kind of thing that uh, I probably you know someone probably shouldn't do. Follow a witch down to their secret experiment basement and stuff. There's probably an adage about that or something. Never follow a witch into her secret. Basement. I feel very lucky that we are family, Rabbit. Oh, me me too. Especially right now. But in general, I do, I do. And I feel like my friends are lucky that you and I are family, too. I I appreciate you extending the trust in me to them, if that is what's happening. It's not not misplaced, I promise. She kind of walks away from you for a second and roots around, like, kind of behind the workbench and grabs a little key. And she turns, and you see there's a door that was kind of, like, on the opposite wall, so it was like kind of hard to see coming in. Hmm. And she says, Rabbit, when this is over, there is something that I need from you. Something that may be difficult for you. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me, tell me something new. Um, uh, when you say this, what, what, is, what is the this? Rabbit, as you are down here, you begin to hear the faint sound of a heart monitor. There is like a little subtle like beep, 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 beep. And Cold walks over to the door and puts the key inside and turns it and pushes the door open to reveal another space down here. Uh, it's little more than a closet. It's not not super big. It's like one of those five by five storage units down here. It is dark, except that you can see a little digital display with a heartbeat that is kind of like doing the, you know, the little doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And your eyes don't get the chance to adjust before she flips on the light and beckons you inside. And she closes the door behind you to reveal something laid out on the table. Uh-huh. It is not human. In fact, Rabbit, I don't think there's any reason for you to recognize it. But we as the audience probably do. It's about the size of a pit bull with translucent skin like a cave fish and a long prehensile tail. On its head are two large orb-like eyes that flash in a hypnotic pattern when they are intending to track and hunt victims. But of course, the most notable thing about them is the mouth brimming with long needle-like teeth. It is the same kind of creature that we saw in Geringer. It is an angler hound uh-huh. splayed out on the table, its jaw bared, 
it looks to be either asleep or in a coma or something along those lines. And you can see its chest kind of rising and falling. Uh, Don't worry, it can't hurt you. Okay. Is it in pain? No. It's brain dead, functionally. Oh, where... I guess just tell me what I need to know about this. I... What is it doing here? It is here as a solution to potential problems. Okay. Rabbit, when we are done here, I need you to inject yourself with some of its venom. It will cause the people in your life to forget you. Kelly, Nami, anyone else you forge relationships with outside of the family. I've inoculated all of us. I slipped it into the tea and the coffee and the tuna fish sandwiches. Wait, slipped what into? What do you mean? Am I inoculated? What? How? This creature produces a particular type of venom. It is a venom that makes the people in your life forget you. Forget that you had any role in their life at all. Rabbit, the cycle is nearly complete and I am accelerating our plans. Things here are getting worse and it is time to begin cutting ties. The people here are becoming less and less relevant to people like you and I every day. We need to put our focus on what the family needs, finding a new corn moon and completing the cycle. So I will help you this one last time, and then you will sever connections with everyone in Norfolk except the family. Cold, I... I can do that, but you might not... You might not be asking what you think you are. Why is that? My family's a couple people bigger now. It simply is not. It is. No, it is. It is. And I don't know that there's too much worth arguing about it, but if you want me to... My family forget about me, I can do that, but... It can't include them. He like kind of gestures upstairs. They're part of me now, and and especially, I'm sorry, with all due respect, especially if things are getting worse around here, I'm not gonna be able to be my best and do my best without them. I I, I, I am so, I know I, I did call crying to you for help, but I wouldn't have even gotten as far as we did without those two. I mean, Nami's like an angel. You want me to turn down, like, the, the strongest ally I could have possibly found outside of the coven? And who knows what Kelly's capable of? He's just getting started. I, I can't cut out... It's not even about friendship. It's barely about family. These are... tools to me. These people are allies. They are useful. And I love them. But I also need them. Especially if I'm gonna do more hard stuff. Which I expect I probably will. You will not be here for much longer, Rabbit. What do you mean? What? 
Like I, where am I going somewhere or I won't be anywhere? I have been working towards something for years. I am moving moving us us to the moon to a new Eden to a place free free of humans destroying the environment free of people hurting one another free of anyone getting in the way of the march of progress I am moving us to the moon Yes. And you're helping me. And Kelly and Nami, they can't come with us. Why not? Clang, 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 clang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're scoping this place out, right? We were told to behave. I'm I'm gonna be so respectful of all of the p- places that I snoop around. Well, I do probably need um like a first aid kit or something because I'm feeling very bad. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean yeah, you I mean your face looks fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm I'm sorry. It's okay. I didn't I didn't mean to do that. Okay, wait. If you want to focus on like you know, taking care of yourself right now, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a hundred percent. You know, I'm all for self care. You know me. Um, Kelly self-care that's what they call me so you take care of that and then I will be very respectful of Cold's space I know you will all right okay where do people keep first aid kits under the kitchen sink on I don't know oh, okay I, maybe in the bathroom <laughs> I wander into the kitchen <laughs> yeah yeah there's a very well stocked first aid kit under the sink cool Kelly I mean, I, I think I think this is investigate a mystery or read a bad situation, but I'm curious what exactly you're looking for. I want information on cold and vacucon. Okay. Sure. I want to just add into this scene. So Moat had stayed up to like help the help both of them kind of uh-huh. finish taking their shoes off, and he's sort of like buzzing around, still watching them. And he's not going to stop Kelly from snooping, but if it seems like Kelly is going to like touch anything that will like disturb the order of things here or like leave a sign of it at all then he will kind of like get in the way of that okay so he's like curiously watching prepared to stop kelly but as long as kelly's just looking moats chill okay well <laughs> we'll get to that if it becomes so we'll relevant <laughs> i remember i checked in earlier like episodes earlier at at one point where kelly was doing something else that like he didn't want Rabbit to know about. And I, I remember verbally being like, mm-hmm. can you communicate with Moat? And, and you were like, simple mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and I don't care that Moat yeah, is and, here. And not at a distance either, I don't think. I can feel where Moat is, but not talk okay. to him. So, oh, wow. I mean, that's not good, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a fail. Yeah, that's an eight. Okay, one question. Oh, and it can't be specific because that's two hold, right? Correct. Okay, then give me give me what is being concealed here. Kelly, you creep up the stairs and begin jiggling some doorknobs to see which doors you could get into. 
There's a couple doors that are locked, but I don't think they have super complex locks on them. And I think you can kind of nudge them open with the right tools. The kind of thing I imagine Kelly carrying in his wallet or something. And you get into Cold's bedroom. It is pretty, I wouldn't say Spartan, but it is not, the bed is not like plush. The pill, there's just a single pillow on the bed and it is one of those like head support, you know, like neck support kind of pillows. There's like a single book sitting on a nightstand with like a single lamp and no other, nothing else on the nightstand. There's a small uh, makeup desk. What am I trying to A vanity? A vanity, thank you. Uh, There's a small vanity to one side of the room with like a simple mirror on it and a long mirror hanging on the back of the door as well as like a little hamper in the closet and whatever. There's two things that you find that are, are notably being concealed. The first is from under the bed, you pull out a little plastic organizer, one of those one of those kind of like bins, plastic bins, and you realize that it is full of old photos. And as you begin to sort through them, Kelly, you realize they are photos from when Cold was training to be an astronaut and slightly before when she was working at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. You see, definitely see an image of her and Art Young working together. He has like that shock of like red hair. So it's like very easy to spot him just based on the descriptions of, of Nami and Rabbit. He is pretty easy to spot. The other thing you find mixed amongst those photos is a photo of Cold shaking hands with a figure that you can't see. They are there, they're in the photo, their face is in the photo, but you can't tell who they are. Your eyes kind of glance off of them and when you try to focus on them, it's as though you know they were somewhere, you know you've seen them somewhere, maybe on a, you know, on a news channel sometime, like maybe giving a talk at your high school or, or um, at, at a local college, maybe in the Wall Street Journal in an op-ed about the need for more debt. We, as the audience, know that this is the speaker. And they are handing cold some kind of award. I think it's in fact that award that we saw on the mantle place, the like scientific achievement award. And she is just smiling, broader than you or Rabbit have ever seen her smile in your time knowing her. The other thing you find, Kelly, is in the back of the closet, when you move some some clothes aside, is a safe. Hey everybody, Keeper Sam here. Thank you so much for listening to Pest Control. This is episode 16, and we are nearing the end of our second arc, which is super exciting. I think we have two episodes left uh, as of this episode. Uh, and there is a lot in the back half of this episode to get to. I'm very excited for you all to find out what we've got in store. If you want to hear more from us, uh, you can follow us on various social media platforms. Uh, we're on Twitter at Pest Control Pod, on co-host at Pest Control, and also on Tumblr at Pest Control. 
Obviously, Twitter is kind of a touch and go thing right now. Uh, we're probably going to stay on there for the near term, but look out for potential movements uh, in the future. Um, we'll, we'll keep you posted about that. Uh, if you want to interact with us directly, you can also find us on Discord at a link in the episode description. We've had some great conversations on there with fans and fan artists uh, about the show and, and about what's going on with it. Uh, and it's a really nice, positive place to hang out. So if you're interested in that and, and talking with fellow fans about the show, come check that out. The next episode of Pest Control, the penultimate episode of Arc 2, will go up on August 6th. See you then. I just want to moat as, as as when moat saw Kelly go into uh, Cold's room is like staying out of stairs like did a little like exclamation point over his head and is kind of like shivering but is like keeping lookout for okay. Kelly right now and also be like hey hurry mm-hmm. up be careful gestures but like I'm looking out for you but this is mm-hmm. not good <laughs> also if like moat I am paying attention to moat so like the moat doing like an exclamation point mm-hmm. or something like Kelly just like turns and looks at moat and like puts two thumbs up and then go like goes <laughs> into the room thumbs down thumbs down yeah thumbs so down. there's like a phone that Kelly uses that's like his phone and then there's another phone and uh that phone is being used to take photos of all of the photos and then okay it's like and it's like i'm doing a little room tour too i've got you putting some video on like scoping stuff out mm-hmm. and then i get to the safe let's see yeah i gotta i want to crack it <laughs> yeah oh, god <laughs> i figured that you might uh-huh <laughs> But here's the thing, there, I don't think burglar works for this because that's getting into, breaking into a secure location. And I, and, I would say I, that works here. You think it if does? You wanna, if you want to use that, it's a burglar. I William, like, William, don't do it. Sam just wants you to leave something behind. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Sam wants you to make a mess, William. Don't do it. Don't take the yeah, bait. but the mess can't lead to me, though. It would have to be to someone else because if I get if I end up choosing like I get in out uh, undetected and get out undetected, then <sighs> getting out undetected doesn't mean that she can't puzzle out who was here just because she didn't detect you on your way out. Like you, she, oh, that's you, fair this enough. is that's a good point. Yeah, this is a very powerful person and potentially a threat. I just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which isn't something that Kelly would necessarily take seriously, but like, or at least would would like that wouldn't necessarily lead Kelly to caution, but. Just make sure you think yeah. about it. <laughs> Nami. Yeah. I am fine saying that you have been treating your wounds with this um, first aid kit while we're off screen, which means okay. you are no longer unstable. I'll let you just remove that for free. You're still at four harm, but you are That's not fine. unstable anymore. Yay. You know Rabbit went down to the basement. You heard uh-huh. Kelly creep up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Do you go either of those places? Um, you know, I think Nami is going to just sit on the couch. There's no, there's no couches. Explicitly, okay. there's no couches, but there <laughs> the are. The bench by the front door. There are armchairs. I'll sit on an armchair. I'll watch the stairs, but look like I'm just hanging out. And I imagine Nami at this point to f- help with the jaw situation has tied the bandage around her head, mm-hmm. like in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. 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 
tied into a little bow. It also has an ice pack, and it's yeah. just sort of just sitting there watching. Yeah. Uh, hey Nami, would you roll me read a bad situation, please? Oh, my favorite roll. Why that? Why that one, Sam? Oh, no reason. Oh, okay. Completely <laughs> innocuous. You don't know, worry once about the week uh-huh. really needs to add read a good situation. <laughs> yeah, Michael Sands. Yeah, Michael where's Sands read a good situation? <laughs> well, I rolled a ten, but a 10. I have a minus okay. one, so it's a nine. Okay. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> All right, Nami. So that gives you one question, I believe. Um. Yeah. You have minus one sharp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, which question do you want to ask here, or you can ask a more general question? You know, are there any dangers we haven't noticed, Sam? Yeah. Excellent question. Great. Great <laughs> question. Uh, that was that was that was the question I was hoping you would ask. <laughs> Nami, out of the corner of your eye, you catch movement out the front window. And as you turn, you see a car pulling up to the front of Cold's place with a person inside of it. You do not recognize the car and you do not recognize the person, but they pull up out front and just stop. And then for a moment, they look around like they don't know where they are. I'm gonna go to the window and just peek out. Great, you see a second car pull up and park in front of Cold's house. And then a similar thing happens. The person kind of like pulls up, parks, and then just like goes, huh, what, where am, what, what's going on? And like looking around themselves. I'm gonna go to the stairs. I'm not gonna go down. Okay. But I am gonna call out and I'm gonna say, um, I think you have visitors. (laughs) How loudly are you calling out? Very loudly. So so I hear you. (laughs) Yes. Uh huh. Moat has his ear pods in, so he can't hear you. Oh, okay. Down, oh, oh, no, Rabbit, take out your ear pod. <laughs> no, down in the basement, Rabbit, you and Cold mm-hmm. hear Nami. And Cold kind of purses her lips and says, we obviously don't have very much time to discuss this. Um, however, okay. there is a second thing that I need to ask of you, Rabbit. Oh, God, okay. You are not the only person that needs to be dosed with this venom. I figure it's the whole coven, right? No, the coven has already been inoculated. You need to dose the red-haired man, Art Young. So people will forget him? I need his family to forget him so that he will continue to work for the coven. Uh, I mean, Cold, he... I, I, I talked to him a little bit. I don't think he wants... I don't think he wants that. And he was that very, is exactly very clear. why he needs some motivation. If he does what we say, he will get his family back. They will remember him. So, you you said the family's already inoculated. Does that mean people like already forgot about them, or that are they? Because I mean, like my moms and the cousins. I mean, they're all going to have to make people forget them too, right? Or is it just me? You are the one with the closest ties to other people here. That makes sense. So the venom makes people forget you, but the blood inoculates you. Correct. Okay. Okay. What, I mean... Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying, Cole. I understand what you're saying. So you agree that this is necessary? I hear you, and I will think about this. She steps in front of the door. I need to hear that you agree. 
grab it before we go back upstairs. Well, then I think your visitors might be waiting a while, because I will need some time. I'm not worried about the visitors. I'm not worried about time. And is there any place to sit down in this room? On the bench Other next the to the angler hound. Rabbit will sit there, and he's going to start kind of like... I mean, he's just looking towards the angler hound, but he is also largely just kind of being stubborn. I am curious here. Has Rabbit ever been stubborn too cold before? No, I don't think so. I, okay. I think that his, his doing a little like wisecracks is the closest he's gotten to any like indignance or anything. You know, he's, this, is, this is very clearly like I am making a decision for myself that is directly counter to what you're asking me to do right now. And he knows it. And, he's, and he can't look her in the eye, I think, because of that. Then I think Cold stands up to her full height. And she says, Rabbit, I am the leader of this coven, and you will do what I tell you. If you don't, we will leave without you. You will never see your, your mothers again. I will leave you behind. Rabbit does turn to look at her now. What are you asking me to do? I am asking you to choose between your family or the people here. Your family that loves you and raised you since birth. Okay. I can do that. Can I go upstairs? I'll do as you ask. Are you I'll lying? I'll do it right now if you want. No, no, I, I can make that decision. <laughs> I think Cold's smarter than that, Rabbit. I don't think she's letting you out until you have told her explicitly that you are what you are willing to do to your mm -hmm. friends. Sure. And in the meantime, I want to hop back up to Kelly. Yeah. I'm breaking into a safe. <laughs> okay. Roll me burglary. Um, but also, I think like right, I, I find the safe and I'm like, I got my little my little fingies like close close up on it. But I put gloves on. I think that I think that's yeah. obvious. I put on gloves. Are they colds gloves or did you bring a pair of gloves? Oh, I had a I had a pair of gloves in my um in my bandolier and that I have okay. with me. Love it. But mm -hmm. I kind of love just putting on Colt's gloves and doing all of this. So actually, you know, if I saw a pair of gloves down by like the umbrella or whatever, I put those sure. on and that's what I'm using. <laughs> okay. They're maybe a little big on you. Oh, okay. Because Colt's, Colt's quite tall. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> and I'm quite <laughs> not tall. I'm quite small. Mm -hmm. The opposite of tall, as some would say. As some would say. As some would say. I got an eight. <laughs> Okay. Which I don't think I've ever not gotten a full 10 plus with Burglar before. Yeah. Maybe. So what does that mean for us? Okay, so when you break into a secure location, roll plus sharp on a 10 plus pick three and a seven to nine pick two. Okay, so the things that mm -hmm. I pick from are you get in undetected, you get out undetected, you don't leave a mess and you find what you are after. So I have to find what I'm after. Um, okay, great. Okay. <laughs> And which other one do you want? Um. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> 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 mm, 
Let's see. What what other one do I want? So I got I find what I'm after. Get Sometimes the dice just like lean in from like the realm of fate and just hand me just like a perfectly wrapped little gift. Hmm. A little well, bow on it. Well, feel... a little name tag that says for Sam, for keeper Sam. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like get in undetected almost doesn't even I've, I've like done it. I've, I suppose, or if I'm like, if I can't get it open, I just break the damn thing. But like, I, I don't know that, I don't know that I would do that. So I might have to say get in undetected. Okay. Uh, then Kelly, you lean in and begin to crack this safe. Is, are, are you, is it one of those things where you're like ear up against it, like listening for the little tick? I think so. Yeah. Okay. You're briefly interrupted then from your, you know, focus by Nami yelling up the stairs. But then you you redouble your efforts here and quickly crack the last couple of numbers and then swing the door open and realize just as you're swinging the door open that there is a little digital like thing on the inside of the door and you quickly reach over and put something over it. And you realize that it was a little additional alarm that had to be digitally unlocked. It was like a, a, a two-factor authentication, basically, mm-hmm, I see. so that someone knew that the <laughs> safe hadn't been opened. And you do it just quickly enough that it doesn't trigger. However, this means, Kelly, that you are not going to get out undetected yeah. because as soon as you take your hand off of that laser, Cold is going to know that the safe was opened without her permission. And you are going to leave a mess here. And we'll decide what that looks like in a minute, but (laughs) I have some ideas. Sitting inside the safe are two things. The first is a passport that you can pull out and you realize it is just Cold's passport, simply Cold's passport. The second is a large red leather bound book with symbols and runes inscribed on its cover. And that is what you were looking for. (laughs) Okay. Well, having heard Nami downstairs say like, I think you have company or something. I, I, at this point, I can't tell if that's for me or for cold and rabbit. Mm -hmm. And that's such Mm -hmm. a vague, like, I think you have company. It's like a decent way of being like, Hey, get out of there. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, I'm gonna try to turn the tables on your on your little on your little get out undetected get in and everything. Okay. Um, and leaving a mess. I'm gonna take the book. Okay. I'm gonna take the book, and I am going to. Are there windows up here in this bedroom? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna open a window. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna climb out on the side of the. Well, okay. So as soon as you let go of that laser, it's going to tell Cold that you were in the safe. So do you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. You currently have your hand no, over yeah, the I know. laser. I, I, I know. Okay. This okay. is here's here's the order of operations. I I'm looking around the room, looking at the nearest window. Mm-hmm. I re- I'm I'm gonna remove my hand. Okay. There's a little electronic beep. I immediately sprint to the window and open it. Climb out on the outside. Yep. And like close the window from the outside as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to bash the window into the room. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is definitely an act under pressure. That's fine with me. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. what is going to happen as soon as you let go of that is Cold is going to get a little ping on her phone. Uh -huh. And she's going to pull it out and look. And just, you see her rabbit just grit her teeth. And she turns her phone to you and it says, unauthorized safe entrance. And she says, this is why we cannot trust your friends. And then she pulls the door open and sprints up the stairs. Okay, cool. I have a moment with the angler hound. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, so she brushes, like pushes past you, Tommy. And William, let's see that act under pressure. All right, here we go. Oh, that's so, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm okay with the other two rolls not going so well because this is great. Okay. Oh, it's plus cool. Well, never mind. <laughs> I rolled the nine with my plus cool. Hold on. Do I get some kind of cool thing? Do I have a plus one for any reason whatsoever? Not unless you're somehow trying to exonerate Ace. <laughs> Here, I mean, maybe Nami's helping out by stalling cold. Here's the thing. Nami doesn't know what you're doing. Yeah, but Nami knows that I'm up there and I shouldn't be. I do know you're upstairs. <laughs> yeah. I said I was All snooping. Right. Nami might. I told Nami I was snooping. You know he's up to no good. Sam, if you think that you that you know that Kelly is up to some shit, I will let you roll help out here. Yes. Well, that's why I was watching the stairs in the first place. Mm -hmm. But also, if you fail this roll, it's going to go so bad. I'm at bad. a nine. Come on. Just get me there. Just get me there. We, and then I have one more roll after this to actually solidify my entire plan. Help out is cool, right? Yeah. That's a 10. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. So Nami, how do you, so you avoid cool. danger, which thank fucking God. Yeah. Cause I'm. <laughs> how do you stall cold just long enough for Kelly to complete this? Um, I'm going to stumble in front of her real quick and be like, does this look like I, I, did I do this right or? She pushes you to the ground. Like she I pushes you to the ground. Okay. Like literally like, like, like full strength pushes you out of the way to the ground, sprints up the stairs. Fair enough. All right, William, you got, you got a 10 plus here. So we have your mess, which is the fucking glass that's all over the ground. Yes. And you've got this book. So what does this look like? as cold runs into the room. So I, after bashing the glass and like Kelly jumps back into the room. Okay. And if I can, uh, can, can I give the book to Butch? Oh, oh um, yeah, you can. You absolutely can. You absolutely can. What do you say? Um, I wouldn't like, I, I, I like after I jump back in, I take the book and I'm getting ready to throw it back out the window, and I just go, "Hey, hey, Butch, catch!" and I toss it out the window. And all we see is just a hand, like a shadowy hand, just like reach up and grab it, and then like disappear out of the frame. Okay, <clears throat> I take I take like just the smallest beat whatsoever. I'm hearing like cold like charging up, up, charging the, stairs. up the stairs. Okay, take take a moment, collect myself. Boom, she's in the room. I, I run towards what the window. What the fuck are you doing here? Hey, 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 come back with that. Hey, somebody, so, I, I just, I just, I heard some, some glass break up here and I, I went over, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I, I like knocked your door down or something. I, I, I got in here and there was, there was this like shadowy creature thing that just jumped out the window with, with something from your safe. All right, Kelly, this is a manipulate someone. 
And if I fail this, it's going to be like Watchmen and I'm going to get blown up. <laughs> you have set this up very well. So I will give you a plus one on this. Okay, roll. cool. And, the, and manipulate someone. So that makes it a plus zero. <laughs> Instead Great. of a minus so just a flat dice roll. Let's see what flat it looks like. Flat roll, flat roll, <laughs> life or death. Okay, flat roll, manipulate someone. All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> this could be the end of Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be a step towards doom. Oh. Oh, all that setup. Oh. What's it say? I got a seven. You have luck. This is, I mean, I, I all right. I'm glad it's not a full failure, but it is a seven. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. On a seven to nine, they'll do it. But only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. Here is what I'm going to say. Kelly, you have to leave and give chase to this thing. If you do that, Cold will believe you. <laughs> and you can't come back. Like, this yeah, is, I, you have to be I gone to for be gone a while. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay. Uh <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I, you know what, uh, like, Kelly turns back and is explaining all of this, and then just goes, you know what, fuck it, don't worry about it, I got it, and then jumps out the window. Rabbit. Yeah. Boop. 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 So I'm boop, gonna, like, boop. Boop. die. No, um, <laughs> I don't know if this would be an investigative mystery or read a bad situation, but I want to try to, Rabbit is going to try to understand a little bit of how she was extracting blood from this thing and okay. how he might oh my god. be able to do that. Oh my god, that didn't even occur to me. What the fuck? Well, he, I, I, I really like that. I want to push back on it a little bit because Rabbit doesn't know that the way to inoculate That's someone right. is he does with it the fluids. Blood. He does it fluids. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then maybe, so the other thing I was thinking as far as like what Rabbit would know um, and would be able to act on. There are books and stuff in here. I think he wants to look around and see if he can find like her notes on working with this thing. Yes, to, I think for that's a starting great. point. Yes, yeah. I think investigate a mystery then. All right, cool. You know, and it, it's funny. I love that Nami's like like thing to to stop cold was that, like in a in a panic was just like, um, does this look good to you? Even though there are like literally <laughs> strangers pulling up in vehicles like that. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. I love that so much. <laughs> Nami's characterization is always 100%. Mm -hmm. It is always, <laughs> she's never not Nami. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, uh, that is a 10, 8 plus 2. Okay, great. Uh, so that is hold 2. Which two questions mm -hmm. are you asking? Or, and again, yeah. uh, you could ask a specific question here, which I would definitely give you, you know, Cold's information on this thing. With yeah, specific. I think that's the thing. I think, I think, can I ask the question, how was Cold getting the fluid to inoculate the family? A hundred percent. You find a notebook from Cold that describes her experiments on this thing. She, I mean, she is the one that functionally put it in a coma. Before that, she had it contained in like a little cage. I mean... The experiments described in this are fairly uh, dark. Mm -hmm. It was clear that she was like trying to figure out as much as she could about this thing 
but she only had one of them. And so she anything she wanted to do with it, she had to kind of like perform on this one thing. There are yeah. also notes in here that she, before dosing the family or herself or you, you know, any anyone involved, she did some experiments on like other people in Norfolk. Like mm-hmm. there, there are other people that were for a while at least dosed with memory venom and then later inoculated because she wanted to make sure that it was safe for herself and for mm-hmm. the family. Okay. okay. And she describes the, you know, anguish that those people went through when they started to realize that there was, that, that people didn't know who they were and the like mm-hmm. weird, like the, the strange circumstances to them, you know, all of the sudden people remembering them again. Yeah. But as you begin flipping through the books, uh, you're, you're like speed reading this little journal, flipping past diagrams and little anecdotes and uh, observational data. And you find a passage that says, underlined, have finally found the antidote. Mm-hmm. And then it lists one milliliter blood combined with five milliliters saline solution in a hypodermic needle seems to be the minimum viable amount to inoculate someone against the venom after which no amount of venom can can induce memory loss in those around them okay so it just make sure that i jonas am understanding it correctly the venom if if jonas gets the venom everyone who knows jonas forgets jonas yes correct right but if if Jonas gets the antidote after getting the venom, do people remember Jonas? Yes. Or is it, okay, what if Jonas gets the venom and Jonas's mom gets the antidote? Does anything happen? Or is that just she doesn't remember Jonas? She would remember everyone who was dosed with the venom. So once you've been inoculated, the venom does not work against you at all. Like you remember okay. the people. You remember people and can be remembered. Yes. Or okay, gotcha. Well then I'm so I'm thinking about this because the family has all been inoculated. Correct. So So she what she's saying here is like basically she wants you to to be induced with the venom. Mm-hmm. And if you are, the people in your life, including Nami and Kelly, etc., will forget you. They will mm-hmm. not know who you are. No one in Norfolk that doesn't already have the antidote will know who you are. Gotcha. So that that is what she's asking you to do. And then what happens if I take the antidote after that? Does everyone remember me? No, I think okay. they would have to take the antidote. Okay, so the, the antidote helps you remember people. The yeah. venom. Okay, that that's kind of where I was losing yeah. it. So, okay, cool. D- does Cole detail the extraction method for the blood that you the, the five milliliters of blood? It's just a syringe. You okay, know? and you see you see a couple of them down. Here. Yeah, the so rabbit's going to pull out this little empty bottle of five hour energy he had drank earlier today, mm-hmm. and he's going to grab a syringe. Okay, and he's going to attempt to extract. 10 milliliters of blood from the angler hound. He's going to okay. go near like the, the flank, the back leg, like where I think dogs get their, their shots and stuff. So first of all, I need you to roll act under pressure. Yep. I figured. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's a three. I really can't afford to use luck too much. So that's, yeah, it's going to be a, Three plus, like, nothing. Uh, plus one, so four. 
Rabbit, it just took you it just took you too long to read these notes. And as you begin extracting this blood from the flank of this angler hound, which like kind of twitches as you begin, you know, pulling some into the syringe, you hear the door close behind you and Cold is here again. Yeah, the door into this room or? or... Yes, she, okay. she has walked inside and closed the door behind herself and she holds out a hand. You want me to do it now, right? This is, I'm doing it? Rabbit, I think you and I both know what you're doing. Why I assumed I? that I could trust you. I can see that is no longer the case. Give me the syringe. Why? If you don't trust me, why should I trust you? I have trusted you and I have followed you and I don't feel like you've given the same to me. It does feel like, Cold, whenever it comes time for things that I want or things that I think are right, that there's no room to even talk about it. That's because there's not. You have no idea what we are trying to accomplish here. You are the smallest piece of it, Rabbit. A necessary piece, but a tiny one. Hand me the syringe now. How necessary? What if you forget me? What would that do to you? I've already been inoculated. What if enough time passes that you forget about me? What if you don't see me? What if I'm not in your life anymore? What does that do for you and your plans, Rosa? Is that how you want to play it, Rabbit? Absolutely not. I don't want that on the table, but it is. If you were asking me to choose between my family and my family, I can't. But if you want to choose for me and cut me out, because I will not be exactly what you want me to be, but only my version of what you want me to be, which is pretty fucking cool. I'm a pretty cool person, pretty cool guy, if you'll let me. But I can't. I am. I have been a person long enough that I know there are certain things I have to do, certain ways I have to be, and that means being there for my friends. It means being there for Norfolk. Things are getting worse here. I can't just abandon them. Not yet. I believe in you, and I believe in your plan. And if you think you have a new Eden for us, I want to go there and I want to help you. But I cannot do it just quite exactly like this. Cold says, I think our mistake was letting you think you were a person. And then she opens the door and slams it and you hear the lock click. Nami. Yes. The the only one available for the finale. <laughs> <laughs> there are people beginning to gather on the stoop. I'm going to go towards the door. Okay. You see their silhouettes through the frosted glass. Since no one is here <laughs> mm -hmm. to help me, I'm going to use magic. Okay. And I'm going to bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature. Okay, great. That sounds that, that sounds like a good idea. Eight. Okay. Which means it works imperfectly. Okay. What's your glitch, Nami? Oh, Nami. Oh, poor Nami. 
I'll do the effect is of short duration. Okay. And then, Sam, what I'm going to do is I'm going to open the door. Okay. And say... Before you say anything... <laughs> yeah. The person standing in front of you is Aikido. Oh! Hey, Nami. Uh, um, I'm not totally sure how I got here. I'm going to grab Aikido. Okay. And I'm going to pull Aikido into the building. You cannot. I can't! If you are trying to bar a place to a to this monster, you cannot pull Aikido inside. Damn it. That was my thought. You can, I thought I could you can pull let it out Aikido in you can let Aikido inside, but then the monster will be inside. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. Um Do you oh. know what's going on? Oh dear. Um, so yes, I think maybe what we're going to do here is I'm going to say, um, um, be, be right back. I'm going to close the door. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to, I saw cold go downstairs, right? You did. Yep. I'm going to run downstairs. Uh, cold is just coming back up the stairs. Okay. I don't know what's going on with, with all this, what, whatever. But there are people outside, and I'm pretty sure they're infected with the creature, and that's not good, Cold. Yes, I agree. We need to hurry to solve this problem. I have a, a magic ritual that i am been working on preparing, but I need a couple of things. Okay. Could you go get them? What do you need? Well, um, let me pull up my list here. I am reaching out to members of my coven. We will need all of them, but I also need a few ingredients for the ritual I don't have here. Let me write you a list. And she kind of grabs a little pencil and paper. A gallon of goat's blood, eight ounces of dried leeches, dried mustard seed, a set of wolf's teeth, get the whole set, um, a length of railroad spike or a similar length of metal that has been driven into the ground for at least one full moon, paper, the older the better, a length of shodden snake skin, mellowed brick dust, thieves oil, and... Uh, powdered scarab carapace. It must be something from the genus Anomala. We also need to find a way to identify who is infected with the creature without getting close to it. We also need a sample of a, a, a person or of the creature that is a part of one of these people. And we're going to need some time, a few hours at least. Rabbit is working on one element of this ritual already, but he can't afford to be disturbed in his preparations. So we need someone else to go gather the ingredients. Do I still have the bits of the tentacle that I cut off? Sure. Yeah. Because they were hanging out of my face. Yeah, yeah. If you want to have kept those, I'm okay saying you kept those. Uh, I'll hand those to her. Excellent. One less thing to worry about. I'm trusting that you can handle procuring the ingredients yourself. Rabbit tells me you have some degree of magical aptitude. You should go. Right. Okay. Yes, I can do that. Excellent. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, do you have a back door or? Yes, I have a back door, but it doesn't lead anywhere. Um, what about like a window that like leads to like an alley or something? I have a skylight. You could hop to one of the other buildings. Okay, yeah, 
I'll do that. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Then I'm just going to go ahead and do that, I guess. Okay. Bye, Nami. Bye. I want to just add a just a, a small detail here that I feel yeah, like, yeah. Sam, you've, you've probably thought of. But just... um. One one moat came back down with cold, like followed her back down there um, sure. and was kind of like pulled between cold and rabbit during the confrontation and like was going to follow cold out, but got slammed <laughs> in here as well. Both yeah. moat and rabbit are just like banging on this door um, as hard as they can. They're, one, they're alone in there, I'm assuming, outside yeah. of the anglerfish. So um, banging on it. I don't imagine this is anything but soundproofed, but it is uh, indeed. So. She was yeah. keeping that creature down here, and she has to sound isolate from yeah. the heart monitor to make sure nobody knows she's keeping it alive. Yeah. So, But they're trying. Um, there is no lock on the inside, by the way. The only lock is on the outside of the door. So, mm -hmm. And there's no like gap between the door and the floor. Mm -hmm. There appears to be like a little thing holding it yeah. closed, basically. I, I think it's fair to imagine it's even moat-proof for yeah. a moat to sneak on it, by. It was designed to keep that angler hound in here right so it is it is a basically she has trapped you in a monster proof cage kelly where are you going so i'm just gonna go to a nearby like sort of secluded location and okay. i'm gonna tell butch to like come back like with the book and i'm just gonna take a bunch of pictures i'm gonna i'm gonna go like page by page like taking pictures of everything in the book. Yeah. You flip through. Kel are, are you trying to understand what the book is, uh, uh, Kelly? Yeah, but I'm prepared not to because like I, I feel like this is okay. a little out of my depth. But like if I see, sure. you know, if I see a word or something that I recognize or like or if there's some pictures. Oh, Kelly, do you <laughs> see a word that you recognize? <laughs> Kelly is soon. First of all, where where are you? Tell me about this secluded location that you meet up with Butch. Is it an alley? Is it like behind a diner? Like where is yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I think an alley behind a diner is fun. <laughs> Great. Love it. You're like standing by the dumpsters and Butch like, you know, appears out of the shadows and just offers you the book and says, Cold is going to use the spell in here to transport Rabbit and the rest of the coven to the moon. Did you know that already? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Wow, that's, I mean, that's terrible, but that's really cool. You may also want to check the inside cover. The inside cover? Okay, all right. Did you, you already did some perusing, I see. Butch just smiles. Okay. You flip it open, and there is a stamp uh, on the first page of the book, which is surprising considering the book's age. This was clearly added after the fact by the collector. And it says... Property of Carmichael. I think that that stops Kelly for a, for a minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Wait, what the fuck? It's, it's Carmichael's, Carmichael's tome. tome. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm get that, but I'm like, okay, so Cold got it either by like taking it from Carmichael or Carmichael gave it to Cold. Cold used an intermediary to steal it. Someone who was planted within the Dreadringers. Cold. Art Young, the man with the fire red hair. Oh my god. Wait, Art Young was like a secret spy in the Dreadringers? Yes. 
Does Carmichael know? Yes. So that's... Oh. Duh. <laughs> okay, that's why Nami's supposed to kill that dude. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay, all right, okay. Wait, so the the ritual in this book... I mean, is, the, is this book more than just the ritual to get people to the moon? Or... And I'm saying this isn't like going through taking photos. It is used as a sort of long range mass teleportation. Oh, okay. Long range. Not simply to get people to the moon. That would be absurd. Yeah. Okay. So you could use it to get other places. Okay. Can you wait? Can you use it to get like between worlds? Potentially. So, like, it needs a power source. Oh, like. It's not people, is it? No, it's not people. Oh, okay. Well, listen, you know, <laughs> I'm like yeah, power source. Like when I when I hear power source for some sort of ritual, I'm like, oh, it's a person. It's people. Okay. Wow. I mean, I, this is kind of wild, huh? It is important that you recognize the things you are. Not giving time to. The things that I'm not giving time to? This book, this revelation, would have occurred to you much sooner had you been investigating Carmichael and the Dreadringers more thoroughly. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, but like, you know, I'm, tr I'm trying to do a lot of things at once, Butch. You know, I can't like... I understand. And I understand there are things that pull you away from your investigation. But it is important that you do not lose sight of the aim here. Carmichael is a threat to you. He's a threat to your friends, to the people that you love. He's already taken your home. He should be your primary target. I... And the Dreadringers should be close no, behind. No, I... I... I don't know how to get this across to you, Butch, but like I have been like, you know, every every second that I've got a chance, like, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to work out this like this one that, you know, it's just, just like solid punch. Like if I, if I could just get one solid punch on the dude, I think I could really, you know, with these knuckle dusters, just boom, just boom. I mean, every every second I got, I'm like punching the air and I'm I. I I've, I've been, it's been on my mind. I got, I got it. Like still taking pictures. Like I've, it's in there. It's in there. It's locked in there. Kelly, do you think that Carmichael would have shown up to cheapskate, to talk to you in person with no backup if he thought that one punch could kill him? You do not understand Carmichael is not a vampire. Carmichael is an arch vampire. I think I get, I think I do. I just think that like Carmichael, I think Carmichael as an arch vampire's like biggest weakness is how much he's willing to overlook the strength of a human being, you know, like me. Kelly, you don't understand. There's a lot I can do, Butch. When a vampire creates another, they cannot be killed until the vampire that they created is killed. Carmichael has created a scheme where he has turned dozens of people. The Dreadringers are 
armor for him. So I got to go around and kill all the Dreadbringers? All of them. Do you see now the task that lays ahead of you? Okay, maybe not a punch, but... I don't know. There's things that you can do to people that doesn't kill them, but does take them out of the picture. And if you're not careful, that's exactly what Carmichael will do to you. You're a real buzzkill, Butch. Have I ever told you that before? You need to deal with the strangleworm problem first. And then after that, we can address Carmichael. Wait, but this it has a name? It's called a strangleworm? Yes, it's called the strangleworm. I made it up. Yeah, doesn't it sound cool? Me and my friends have been kicking it around. Wait, wait, okay. So you know this thing's called the Strangleworm? Yes, I have seen one before. Hey, Butch, do you know who Simon Pip is? Yes. Did you know Simon Pip before I knew you? Kelly, you have bigger things to do than <laughs> ask me questions. <laughs> You got vampires to kill, bro. Okay, all right, Butch. Okay, I'm not forgetting about this though. Like you're you you're so cryptic. It's it's hilarious. Deal with the problem, then Carmichael, and Butch like fades into the shadows. Oh, you, all right, buddy. We were done talking, so I'm glad you left. Actually, Rabbit. Ah, oh, bugs. We're really in it now, and we we see Rabbit like just sort of having a little like kind of chat sitting back down at the bench again it seems like he's talking to moat then the camera kind of cuts to another angle and we see he's having a one set of conversation with the sleeping angler hound mm-hmm. i don't know how we're gonna get out of this one it kind of twitches in its sleep and we see its jaw kind of like oh, twitch cute. those needle teeth kind of like you know shifting in their sockets you're running are you dreaming of eating are you chasing down like a kid and killing it or something <laughs> little creature Oh my god, if Rabbit gets a fucking angler hound as a pet by the end of this season, it's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> I thought about it. I'm thinking about it. That's not what I'm angling for, I but I'm it. angling. Oh, you're so but... cute. Are you, are you dreaming? Are you dreaming of murdering a child? <laughs> are you dreaming of biting a kid and having their entire family forget who they are? <laughs> oh, you. Oh, so precious. Wow, that's so horrifying. Oh, god. I, I really want to know, because I want to focus in on this moment. Mm-hmm. when cold said the problem was we treated you like a person yeah like i i really want to know what how what rabbit is thinking in this moment after after hearing that because like yeah i think yeah. rabbit R- rabbit did his sort of um something we haven't seen him necessarily do in a while but is very like characteristic of him to just kind of freeze up yeah and he definitely that really shook him i think one, I'm not sure that anyone in a very long time, at least, has t- anyone has talked to him that way or like, you know, denied his personhood, his humanity, yeah. whatever, especially when he claims it. But it also like, I think he spends a good deal of time before even bringing himself to bang on the door. Like, I think Moat was the first one doing that. He's trying to determine if, if Cold really like 
if, if, if he is now understanding better how cold feels about him and sees him or yeah. if what he's learned about cold is that she's willing to say things she doesn't mean to hurt him right because they both feel equally true and equally hurtful i think what does rabbit i mean what is the conclusion that rabbit comes to after after you know sitting here thinking about that is is there one of those that like like is rabbit ready to give cold the benefit of the doubt here and say she's saying something she doesn't mean or or does it come out the other way i think if she is saying something she doesn't mean then cold is far from the person that rabbit knew her to be to the point where he's not sure he can get through to her at all like mm-hmm. because uh, cold is confident enough and has always been strong enough that like she doesn't need to lie to twist the knife you know right so if that is true then i don't think it is necessarily worth it to rabbit to maintain a relationship with cold because if she's willing to do that then she doesn't even have that like um what, what's the word she, she, if she's not sticking to her guns even right then what's the point right it's like regardless of whether she believes that or not yeah. the fact that she would be willing to say it yeah. is is the thing that that would yeah. prevent rabbit from having you know a, a like good relationship with her from here on out yeah and i think either way it's pretty unforgivable I, and I, if if she does mean it then i think rabbit is definitely just like i don't know that i want to or can yeah. get through to her and i think that it seems much more likely to him that she does mean it and he is now a little bit worried about his safety here you yeah. know um, yeah. and what especially reading those notes on what she's willing to do to the angler hound yep. and knowing he's in that same room so if nothing else i think the reason that we see him sitting and talking to this angler hound one i mean he's kind of trying to do a little like bit for himself to to lighten the mood even if he's the only one in that mood mm-hmm. similar to like why he decided to pretend that he was actually ace to make his friends confused because he just wanted to feel better about the situation yeah so he's adding some levity that's not really in his heart but i think he all i think he also does feel a sense of like creature solidarity with the angler hound right now and is sort of puzzling through that as he's yeah. as he's talking to it i would like to when i was reading the notes you said she put it in a coma is that yep. something that has to be like maintained no Okay. This this creature is brain dead. Okay. So it, it doesn't think there's any way to bring it back to like true consciousness. Not like without to, magic. Without magic. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I think uh at at this point Moat kind of comes over and he you know, he does his, his cute little bit where he, he grows a butt where his butt would be, his little ball of light, and kinda of sits down on the side of the angler hound. And now it's just like what do you think, buddy? I I feel like we should try to get out of here, right? I do we have a family anymore? Even? Moat, I think Moat like nods enthusiastic or like spins enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. Yes to getting out of here. Yes to we still have a family. Spins again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of thought you'd say that. I think you're right. I want to think you're right. but I... Oh, fuck. Um, Rabbit pulls out his phone. Does mm-hmm. he have signal in here? Yeah, probably. I don't see why not. And Rabbit says... I don't see why not. And he's going to call Saul Goodman, <laughs> vampire and lawyer. No, um, <laughs> rabbit is going to, I mean, I, I'm torn. I am torn right now because now I'm realizing I could call, I could call Nami. I could call Kelly, but as far as rabbit knows, they're still in the house and potentially talking to cold. So I'm, I'm going to go with my first 
my first bet, and I'm... Mm, I considered calling the redhead for a second. I'm going to call Mom. He's going to call Mom. Specifically, Rabbit is going to call Alec, Snow Moon. It rings for a moment, and Alec picks up and says, Oh, hey, hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Mom, What's hey, up? Hey, um, I, I think I have to be quiet, but maybe not. Um, are you alone? Uh, well, I'm, I'm here with your moms, but why? Can I, can I talk to just you for a second? Uh, sure, yeah. And you hear her kind of get up uh, and walk into another room. You hear a door close. Okay. Yeah, um, what's what's wrong? I'm deferring to and trusting your judgment on this, and you may need to hide what I'm about to say to you from from the other moms, you know, um, just depending. But, um, okay. I don't... Um, so, I went... I asked Cold for help with this monster hunt that I'm doing with a couple of my friends. You're hunting um, a monster? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's... Someone has to. Listen, we can catch up on that, but I asked her for help, and... She said some really uh, scary terms for it, and I, I pushed back a bit, and she didn't take well to that. And I, Mom, she she told me I'm not a person, and she locked me in a room with with the. Do you know about the like dog sharp teeth creature makes memories go away, and her inoculating the whole family and slipping stuff into your drinks and food over the last two years, and and what? she wants us all to take us all to the moon. Do you know about all this, Mom? There's a like pause as your mom like reckons with the sentence that you just said. Mm-hmm. And she says, she, okay. Um, let's take this one thing at a time. No, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about any dogs. Okay. I'm, I'm locked in her basement. That's probably thing one. Do you know where she lives? Just in case, I don't know, it gets cut short. No, I, I don't have her address. She didn't. She hasn't given it to okay, any of I'm, us. I'm, I'm going to text it to you while we're talking. Okay. Okay. I, I have it from her. Listen, we, I'm here. I'm in her basement. I'm locked in a. I'm locked in a room like, behind. You go in the basement. There's another room there. It's it's soundproofed. I think I've been banging and no one's helping me. Uh, Kelly and, and Nami are both here, around somewhere. Wait, um, rabbit. But well, she, she, she she's she been experimenting. Said you're not a and person. She, yeah, I told. I, I I stood up for myself. And Grant, I know I pushed her a lot. I know she's very like firm in her belief but I, just, I had to I, I had to she was asking too much of me and I told her I, 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 what did I say I was like I, I've been a person long enough to know what kind of person I want to be basically right and she said she said that I think our mistake was letting you believe that you're a person and then she locked me in here and I can't get out and and I don't know what to do and I and I and I wanted to call you for help but I but I'm a little bit scared because I don't even know if I can trust you or if I can if I can trust the other moms or if I can trust anyone else in the family I don't know okay, what she's worked listen, out with you listen. or how much you know rabbit I, I I will call cold we will get this all sorted out I'm wait, sure wait there was wait a wait wait hold on hold on hold on you can't you can't you cannot trust her she's listen she she has this plan she wants to take us all to the moon and she wants me I know. to make everyone forget you know about that. Okay, I mean, that's that's all fine, but she wants me to make my friends forget about me, and, and, and Mom, you know you know, I, I love my friends, and they're getting more important to me every day. Like, they're, they're my family, too. I can't just cut them out, you know? And and I tried to make her see some sense in that, you know? Let me at least like, keep them around for a while, but she wouldn't even talk about it, and I don't think she's going to talk to you anymore. I mean... Rabbit, I, I, I have to think that this is some sort of misunderstanding. I, I She... She may have been angry. She may have said something she didn't mean. Just let me give her a call. I'm, I'm sure we can work through this. I don't... And I think this is a manipulate someone. If you yeah. don't want her to call yeah. cold, this is a manipulate someone. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I think the problem, Mom, is that... I think it was a misunderstanding. I don't think you're going to come to anything. I, I, I think she believes exactly what she said. And I think she misunderstands me, Mom. 
yeah, I'm just gonna let Snake Eyes. I I feel like I have to take that. I I want I want to, but I like I'm halfway through on my luck points, oh and I feel God. like you know I I hate this being a failure. Jonas, you you've been I also could just been doom rolling horseshit this whole episode. <laughs> it's because I'm not using my real dice. I've been rolling on <laughs> fucking Google, but I can't actually blame that. It's true RNG. I I'm trying to decide right out right now. I here's what I suggest. Let me tell you what your mom says. Sure. And then you can decide whether you want to use luck. Sure. Alex says, sweetie. We didn't totally know how to tell you this, but we have to move. The the world, it's not going to be good for us very much longer. Things are only getting worse here, and it wasn't very good for people like us to begin with. The fact that you had to hide yourself and, and pretend you were someone else for so long, I, I mean, what Cold has promised us is a fresh start. We didn't we didn't want to tell you this too soon, but um well, you um you have a sibling on the way. What? Like me? Not exactly. A, a human sibling, but a, a sibling nonetheless. Okay, okay. No, um is it is he, is it you or no. who's okay? It's it's Meg. Meg. Okay. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And cold, the place cold has promised us, it will be free of the things that are holding us down here. When we get to the moon, we can make it whatever we want, Rabbit. We can make it a utopia. But we have to get there first, and. You know, I'm sure that Cold is trying to do the calculus in her head and, and, and just trying to... She probably said it more harshly than she should have, but... Yes. She locked me in a science room, a monster science room, Mom. I, I'm sure that she was just letting you cool off. There... Rabbit, there are things that we have to sacrifice to get the things that we want. Your friends, they can't come with us. We picked a very specific set of people to come with us to the moon, and unless one of them ends up being corn, the new corn moon, then they have to stay here. Is it always just going to be us? How is that going to work? No, of course not. There, there will be others. We will build a society there. Do you think we might bring more earthlings later? Probably not, sweetie. Not for a long, long time. Can you do something for me? As best you can. I know it's a big ask and it's hard. Just when you talk to her, just try to bring her around to the idea of letting me in a little more and letting me kind of be me. I want to feel like I can say what I want and even more importantly, say what I need without thinking that 
just by doing that, I'm like hurting the family, you know? Of course, of course. And I she will, really tell her does not make me feel like I can do that anymore. And I held it for a long time because I really respected her. And I, maybe I still could. And you're making a lot of sense, but I just can't. I just, I want to be with this family. This is what, this is, I want, I want to make this work. We know but you But it can. has to be different than this, you know? It can't be just like this. Of course, of course. We, this her locking you in some sort of closet, even if it was just to let you cool off, is unacceptable. It's a lab. It, you should come check it out, Mom. It's really fucking scary in here, honestly. Of course. I and feel I, like a monster. I, I, I'm going to call her right now, and I'm going to I'm gonna ask her to, to uh, let you out, and then I will I will drive over right now, and we will we will make everything right. We'll make everything right, okay? Okay. You and me, together. Be safe, okay? Don't don't get near any strangers. The okay. monsters. Do you, I'll tell you later. Do you want me to bring your moms? Yes. Okay. We'll be there in a moment. And she hangs up. Um. Yeah, Robert's gonna sit. He, he was like kind of pacing a little bit. He's just gonna sit back down and look at the angler hound. Just kind of put a hand on its flank and say, Atta boy. Nami. Yes. You have crawled out through the skylight, Nami, and you hear the sound of Ikido's voice from down below yelling for you. Nami! Nami, time to come out! I'm gonna peek over the edge of the roof. Yeah, not uh, Akito is is down there by the door, but faintly from the edges of his eyes, you see those wiggling tentacles. Okay, I'm going to back away from the edge, and I'm going to call Saul Goodman, vampire <laughs> lawyer, my werewolf lawyer. No, I'm going to call um, Kelly. I'm I'm like finishing taking photos so like i my phone's mm -hmm. on silent but because it's in my hand and i'm looking at it i see the call come up and i'm like oh oh well no this is the other phone isn't oh, it oh it oh, you, you had two, two phones. phones one was taking photos well, one was the was yeah, the other one i i will say i was only taking photos with the other one in the house because if i got caught i could hand off my like regular phone um so i so are you back to taking photos with your normal phone? Then? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I I'm fine just saying you you get this call. I just want to clarify where the photos I think are. The, I, I think the photos would still be on that like my separate phone. So I think I you're I think you're okay. right. I Sounds would be good. like using the other phone still. Yeah, and I think that I think that one is the one that's on silent. But you feel the other one buzz in your pocket as Nami calls you. Oh oh shoot um oh. Hey, um, hello, Nami? Hey, um, I can't talk too loud because I'm on Cold's roof. And also, there's like a ton of people infected with the creature at the door. And I don't know where you are. Okay. Rabbit's apparently working on a ritual. Okay, so... You you don't you don't know where I you want to know where I am. Yeah, or we could split up. Or we could split up. Okay, so it doesn't so it's not terribly important for you to find me right now. No, I just I just didn't know where you went. 
so you don't know where I am. You, you didn't know where I went. I'm, um, are you feeling okay? Yes. Um, how do we tell? If we're okay? <laughs> Ideally, they need a way of identifying who is infected with the creature without getting close to them. How do we do this? Because what if you're what if you're infected right now and you're just trying to track me down to give me a, to spit in my mouth again? Well, I'd really rather avoid that, to be honest. It was kind of <laughs> gross. Well, I don't know. If you didn't have the creature in you, I might not mind it. But that was. Oh, hey. all right. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know. No, I don't know. I just think that it's just. Um... Hmm. What? What if? No. Nope. How else can we tell if a person's infected if the little tang tentacle things aren't coming out of their face? I'm trying. Hey, Nami, you've got a group of them down there. You want to roll me <laughs> investigative mystery? Sure. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? One of these questions. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm the best at investigative mystery. <laughs> Oh my god! Wow! I rolled an 11, which means it's a 10. Okay, great. <laughs> so that is two questions or a specific question. Can I use it for a specific question, which is what I was just asking, which is how can we tell? Yep. Yeah. All right. Sure. I, I would I would totally buy that. Okay. Nami. A group of people are coming out of the brownstone on the opposite side of the street. They catch your eye because they are dressed uh they're goth. Hmm. They're goth. <laughs> they are dressed in like dark, you know, clothes. One of them is literally wearing a cloak. A few of them are wearing fingerless gloves. They have really heavy like black makeup, like eyebrows and like dark lipstick and all of this. It is quite reminiscent of Maggie, actually. Hmm. And you realize they are like carrying these things around. And you hear them from, from the top say something about the Dark Abbey and, and like one of them is clearly on their phone ordering an Uber. And they are flashing these things around, like testing them out. These little things that look kind of like flashlights or little lasers. And they happen to glance across the crowd of people that are standing at the front of Cold's door. And as they do you realize there are streaks on the people's skin and you realize what these things are. They are little small UV lights, little like flashlight UV lights. And as they flash across the people that are standing on the stoop, you realize that there is what is essentially a UV target painted on all of these people on their exposed skin. Hey, Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm still here. What's going on? So, I think that the monster is UV reactive. Okay. Um, now, I that's interesting. I would like to know yeah. where you came up with this information, and also, honestly, like if you're if you're the creature right now, like how do I know you're not just like tricking me? Um. Um. What's something that only I would know? That the creature wouldn't. <laughs> well, I feel like you can... Maybe you have your wits about you now and you think that you're in control, but 
and we're having this conversation, but then, you know, then we meet up and then the creature, and then you spit in my mouth and you put a creature in me. I don't know. Listen, listen, listen. That's not going to happen because I haven't been in contact with anyone who has the creature. Well, well I saw Akito, but he didn't spit in my mouth or anything. That's good to know. Okay. Oh, so no, wait, Akito, no. does Akito have the creature in him? Yeah. And and you encounter the keto and you didn't get the creature in you. Well, no, because I barred the door from the creature. Before or after you saw Akito? Before I saw Akito and then I opened the door. <sighs> okay, this would be a really great lie if you were the creature right now. That's all I'm trying it to really say. It really would. This would be very But I'm convincing. not that good at lying. <laughs> yeah, but the creature is. The creature is. I'm well, sorry, maybe. Nami. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Wow. Um... Oh, you know what? Uh, can I can can I call you right back, Nami? Sure. Okay. Bye. Bye. I call Elio. Uh, hello. Hey, Elio. Um, it's it's me. It's Kelly. I want. Can I talk? Oh, hey. Um, hey, Kelly. Hey, can I talk to you? Yeah, of course. Is is so? I wanted to get some clarification on that thing with Rabbit. Actually, are 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 they all right? Like. I don't know. You said something about the the creature just kind of being like a like a uh, being drunk or something. But then before that, you were talking kind of about how you know it seemed like it seemed more serious. Is is the the tone like um, pre? Yeah, no. Things that things might. Yeah, serious. it's been a little weird, Elio. If I'm being honest, I I really would like to. I'd prefer to talk. Do you want to know where I am, by chance, Elio? Uh, do, yeah, sure. Do you need a ride? Do you have Do you have any desire to know my exact location right now? Um, uh, I guess so. Why, Elia? What if I told you you had the creature in you, buddy? What What do you mean? What if I told you right now? I'm gonna I'm gonna. You, you think I'm I think drunk? You're so drunk, Elio. <laughs> I think you're so drunk. But you know what? What if I went around and started telling everybody they had the creature in them? What would you think about that? Uh. Well, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I'm not super up to date on like the vernacular of the of the kids or anything. So I guess that would be hey, fine. Creature, I'm trying to talk to you right now. Can you just come out and chat for like a second? Do, are you talking to me or is there someone else there? It was great talking to you, Elio. I'll talk to you later. I hang up. <laughs> Okay, bye. I call, I call <laughs> oh, Nami back. Trippy. Okay. Hello? Okay, so it, the creature doesn't seem particularly interested in me, so uh, yeah, I'll tell you where I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm, great. I'm, I'm a couple streets down the block, go into an alley and like go towards a diner, and, and I will be stepping out of the dumpster to talk to you. Again? <laughs> it's nobody's nobody looks in the dumpsters. And they and That's even, so gross. Even Kelly. when people right. come around to throw stuff away in the dumpster, they don't look in the dumpster. They just like oh they open it and try to toss the bag in as fast as they can because they don't want to smell how bad it is in here. And listen, Nami, it's fucking bad. It's bad in here. I smell like shit. Well, thank you for the warning. I'll see you soon. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, rabbit. Yeah. You hear the lock on the door click and the door opens and cold says, give me your phone. A rabbit doesn't do anything. Rabbit. Don't make me take it from you. 
Did my mom talk to you? Yes, she called. She's on her way along with your others. Okay, great. You're putting them in danger, you realize. I think you're putting me in danger, and they're coming to stop you. Your phone. No. And stop talking to me. All right, Rabbit, I need you to act under pressure to avoid having Cold grab your phone from you with magic. Uh, okay. Rabbit's phone is in his hand still, by the way. Yep. That's what I will say for now. I'm not... I just... I just... I don't want any doubt here. Ten. Wow. Five plus okay. five. Okay. Cold, like, twirls her fingers, and you feel the phone, like, tugging... But she can't, like, for some reason, she can't, like, get a good grip on it. And she is focused here in this moment on grabbing it from you, which means you have time to do something if you want to. Um, did she, you said she, did she came over to me or she's using magic to, to grab it? She's using magic. She has not walked towards you. She's standing in the doorway. Okay. One, one hand is, like, on the door frame, and the other is, like, doing magic to try to pull the phone away from you. Is she in the room? She's in the doorway. Okay. Does the door close... Like, does the door open into this room or open into the main basement room? It opens into the main basement room. Cool. I would like to slam the door and lock it using gravity magic. S- slam it and lock it with her inside? Yes. I want to lock us in here together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that a lot. And I we like know the rabbit can lock doors with gravity magic. He did yes, it we do. a couple episodes oh ago. Oh, my gosh. Roll, 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 roll. Let's see. Okay, so that is a seven plus zero, because I have zero weird. So on a seven to nine, you move it, but it hurts. Choose one option and mark two harm. Your options are something is held fast, something is hurt, two harm smash, something catches fire, you can fling something bigger than a person, you keep it basically under your control, or you suffer one less harm. So the way to keep the door closed would be something is held fast. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I feel like if something is held fast, I, choose, I just choose one. So, yeah, something is held fast. Okay. I'm going to hold take the door two fast. two harm. That puts cool. you at three harm. It does. Cold turns around and grabs for the door handle and tries it and then turns back to you slowly and says, Rabbit, open the door. I asked you not to talk to me anymore. And if you must, you will talk to me differently. Rabbit, please open the door. And if I open the door, what will you do? It's just us in here, you can tell me. I'll let you out. Will you really? Yes, of course. And will I keep my phone? Sure. Will I be free to live my life within this family, Cold? Sure. Are you telling me the truth? Yes, of course. I would never lie to you, Rabbit. Okay. And Rabbit's gonna slip his phone into his pocket, leave the recording on, and I'm going to walk over to the door. Would you mind stepping out of the way? She does. Rabbit's going to release his hold on the lock and let it kind of swing open. Cold attempts to step out. You can go first. She steps out. Rabbit steps out after her. And that is when she's gonna try to use magic on you. Okay, cool. To hold a person or creature in place. Okay. uh, this is going to be another act under pressure roll from you, Rabbit. All right, will do. Let's go for fives again. <laughs> well, monkey's paw. I rolled a three and a two for five total. Um, oh, well, plus one, so it's six. Mark experience. I will mark experience. Rabbit, 
you feel all of the muscles in your body tense at once. You can't move, you can't blink, you can't talk. And Cold steps forward and deftly lifts the phone out of your pocket and then just snaps it between her fingers. And she grabs hold of you and drags you back into the room and closes the door. <laughs> 